to the melanated minds, manifesting love meditation. Please do not listen to this meditation while driving or operating heavy machinery. Remove yourself from any distractions. I invite you to make yourself comfortable. Whether you are sitting in a chair, lying on the floor, or in the bed, get as comfortable as possible. Set your intention to manifest love. Close your eyes and focus on your breath. Take a deep breath. Inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. One more time. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. You are the singular most important person in your world. Everything in your life flows from your relationship to yourself. Learn to treat yourself like someone worthy of love, respect, and compassion, and your life will flow more effortlessly, abundantly, and joyfully than you can imagine. However, if you treat yourself like someone worthy of contempt, disdain, and indifference, each day will be a struggle to keep your head above water. The unfortunate part is that most people never put much energy into their relationship with themselves. They drift through life acting as their own worst critic, working to inhibit their potential and keeping their hearts and minds guarded. Have you ever felt fully loved by yourself or someone else? You'd be surprised by how many people's honest answer is no. I've spent years of my life quietly but cleverly telling myself I'm not worthy. 
I obsessed over mistakes from my past. I endlessly replayed embarrassing moments I failed to forgive myself for being human. If you can relate to any of that, don't worry. It just means that you're human as well. The truth of all of this is that loving yourself is really hard. It shouldn't be, but it is. The easy path is to distract yourself with drugs, alcohol, stress, white lies, busyness, bad relationships, external validation, and pretend happiness. But doing this makes you more of a cold, unfeeling robot than a vivacious, hot-blooded human. One of my deepest wishes is that you wake up to how amazingly and powerful you truly are. That journey requires finding the courage to live and love while you're still alive. The four levels of self-love are as follows. Level one, the day-to-day. Do you treat yourself like an important person who deserves love and respect? Or are you subtly placing unreasonable expectations on yourself? What do your behaviors say about your relationship to yourself? If you do not treat yourself as you would treat someone you love, you'll never feel the love that flows from your core. Level two, embrace your dark side. Do you accept and acknowledge your dark side when it surfaces? Do you embrace a part of you that is pessimistic, lazy, depressed, violent, crude, and offensive? Or, you do, or do you pretend that everything is rainbows, gumdrops, and unicorns? Do you pretend that every day is a good day? To be human is to be stormy and turbulent one day or one moment, and then calm and sunny the next. To pretend otherwise is to deny who you truly are, and denying your truth is an act of self-loathing. Level three, the deep work. Have you truly seen yourself for who you are? Can you grasp that your imperfections are what make you perfect? Have you owned the reality that life is inflicted upon you without asking and it came with trauma, abuse, disappointment, and eventually death? Do you acknowledge that these struggles will forever shape your life until you confront them and then begin the healing process? One of the most beautiful truths about the human experience is that it's never too late to become the man or woman you truly are. You can begin healing 
growing and flourishing now. Doing so requires the courage and clarity to see yourself so that you may begin the process of tearing down the walls that protect your heart. And as you do this, you will open to the flow of love and life around you. Level four, the highest form of love. Every single person was born with unique gifts. The gifts can be anything from athletic performance, to empathy, to humor, to spirituality, to business savvy, and everything in between. The real work of learning to love yourself is learning to see who you truly are and accepting it all. Along the path, you'll discover deep gifts that you were born with. The highest expression of love for yourself and the world is sharing those gifts freely and abundantly. Your path is yours and yours alone. What follows are guidelines for learning to love yourself. They are the things that consistently gets results laid out in a sequence that is congruent with how the heart and mind tend to work. But there is no singular path forward. Your job is to find your path. I'll do my best to help, but you're the one who must walk it. My advice to you when you find a step or a suggestion that may, that may excite you, experiment with it. See if it opens up and makes you happier. If so, keep working with it. If not, let it go. When you find a step or a suggestion that inspires fear, reluctance, or disgust, approach it with curiosity. Ask yourself why you're having such a strong reaction. Instead of allowing intense emotion to be a brick wall, use curiosity and patience to feel through it. Let your strong emotions be your guides. More levels. Level one. Do you treat yourself like someone you love? The complicated relationship between feelings and actions. One of the secrets of human behavior is that how we feel and how we behave act upon one another reciprocally. In other words, if you treat yourself like crap, you'll feel like crap. If you treat yourself like an amazing person, you'll feel like an amazing person. Pause and take inventory of the actions that you perform throughout the day. Are they reflective of the actions you would take if you truly loved yourself? 
For most, the answer is no. Most people don't get enough sleep or exercise, have crappy diets, work in jobs they hate, and go to great lengths to avoid spending any real time in their own company. You can take huge steps forward by treating yourself as though you are intrinsically worthy of love. By creating the behaviors and signals that you are in fact a human person, you'll notice that you'll begin to feel that way. There is no prescriptive blend of behaviors that work for everyone. However, the actions below are usually effective and worth experimenting with. You'll notice that none of them are obscure or complicated. In fact, they are common. Don't dismiss these ideas simply because you've heard them before. Instead, try one or two. Take the risk of treating yourself well and see what happens. Prioritize sleep. Aim to get enough sleep so you wake up feeling refreshed. The easiest way to do this is to get up at the same time each day and go to bed when you're tired. Go to bed. Exercise. Spend at least 30 minutes a day, three days a week, getting decent exercise. This can be jogging, walking, frisbee, throwing, yoga, team sports, dancing, whatever. Just spend at least 30 minutes a day, three days a week, getting exercise. Meditation or silent reflection. Practice meditation. My suggestion to you is that you experiment with a few different forms until you find one that resonates within your soul. Express gratitude. Share your sincere appreciation for the people around you. Or write down a few things that you're grateful for each day. Hold space for your religion or spirituality. Attend services, study groups, prayer sessions, or read from the text. Eat a healthy, nutrient-dense diet. Drink plenty of water. Hydrate yourself. Set boundaries. Are you allowing toxic people, activities, or habits into your life? If so, slowly start removing them. Play. Are you having fun and enjoying your day today? If not, play more. Blow bubbles. Play mini jubov with your friends. Take an improv class. Draw with some sidewalk chalk. 
give yourself small treats throughout the day. Treat yourself to a soy latte. Watch a few funny dog videos, guilt-free. Go for a walk. Call in sick. Wear your favorite shirt. Giving yourself small gifts throughout the day signals to yourself that you're an awesome person worthy of a nice life. The more you act like someone who loves yourself, the more you'll feel like someone who loves yourself. I'll say that again. The more you act like someone who loves yourself, the more you'll feel like someone who loves yourself. Level two, embrace your dark side. Look to nature. Even the most beautiful ancient forests are sometimes struck by lightning and burnt to the ground. At first glance, this seems like tragic, wasteful destruction, but it's not. It's all part of the natural cycle of life. The fire destroys the forest. The ashes feed the soil. The soil provides a stronger, more nurturing environment. The forest grows back more radiant than before. Beneath the pain, darkness, and destruction, rest a quiet core of growth, love, and beauty. This is true of a forest. And this is also true of a human. To step fully into the human experience, you must embrace the darkness. At its highest level, this means internalizing that you will die one day, as will everyone you ever loved and everyone who ever loved you. At a more mundane level, it means realizing that suffering is a part of the human experience. To deny your suffering is to deny your humanity. To pretend that you're okay when you're broken, that you're unafraid when you're terrified, or that you're calm when you are rageful, is to deny your true nature. You are a human. Sometimes you're stormy. Sometimes you're placid, sometimes you're in between. You can't be any other way, and that's perfect. The second level of learning to love yourself is embracing who you really are. Cast away the societal BS of trying to be happy and content every second of your life and step into the greater reality of being honest about who you are and how you experience life. By doing so, you will create space to give and receive love. Doing this requires being honest about who you are, and that means embracing that you have a shadow side. There are three tips for embracing your shadow. Number one, Forgive yourself for the mistakes you've made. You're not a computer. Your, your perfections are found through your imperfections. If you didn't mess up from time to time, you wouldn't be human. 
if you've been beating yourself up for things that happened in your past, release yourself. Accept that you're human and flawed, and that is okay. Stop expecting yourself to be perfect. Instead, revel in the imperfections that make you beautiful. If you're having trouble forgiving yourself, begin by being more forgiving of others. Tip number two for embracing your shadow. Realize it's human to be disgusting, lazy, jealous, and aggressive from time to time. It's normal to have dark thoughts and feelings. You can even act on these feelings as long as you are safe and you find a safe outlet to do so without harming yourself or others. Bottling strong feelings is never a productive idea. Or even a worse idea is pretending that you don't have strong feelings or rough edges. Instead, see the truth of who you are. Accept it. When you do, you'll notice that you can more fully surrender into love. You'll never fault a cat for being a cat. Don't fault yourself for being human. And the third tip for embracing your shadow. Spend time alone in silence. Most people fill their lives with white noise. They use podcasts, music, and TV, and gossip, and busyness, and their internet, and a million other things to avoid being completely alone in their own company. If you ask someone why they fill their lives with so much noise, they'll say it's because they hate boredom. In reality, they are, they are afraid of what they may find out if they spend time alone and undistracted. In order to fully see yourself, you need to spend time in silence. Turn your phone and computer off and be by yourself, alone, in silence, undistracted. Don't be afraid of what comes up. If it's darkness, trust me, it will pass. You might be surprised to find a neglected sense of enchantment, joy, and compassion resting deep inside, waiting for you to create the space for it to come out. Level three, the deep work of removing the walls that protect your heart. Let's return to one of the questions we started with. Have you ever felt fully loved? I know that's a heavy question, and I'm not going to ask you to put an answer out there or share with anyone besides yourself. But pause for a moment and contemplate deeply into have you ever felt fully loved? Far more people than you guessed have never felt truly loved in their lives. 
realize this, it is not your fault. I promise, it is not your fault. We live in a world that values a head far more than it values a heart. The only way a heart could survive it is to protect itself with thin, thick walls. The third and most difficult step involves finding, accepting, and removing the walls that protect your heart. Begin by digging into your life story. The easiest way to do this is to create a space where you can express yourself freely. I suggest either writing in a journal or engaging in a verbal monologue out loud to yourself. Your task is to tell your life story from start to finish. Keep a photo of yourself as a child nearby while you go through these exercises. It's often easier to love the innocent child you were than experience the adult you are. The picture helps cement that thought of while you're older and bigger, you're still you and totally worthy of the love and light you've been yearning for. As you express yourself, go out of your way to be honest, vulnerable, and forthright. Lean into your rough edges, your humanity, and your rawness. Within your story, look for a few things. Times when you were being cruel to yourself in a way you wouldn't be cruel to a loved one. Times when you misperceived reality. Abuse, both subtle and profound from caretakers. Many peoples are victims of emotional abuse, though they don't realize it. In fact, many people confuse their emotional abuse with love. A useful exercise here is to judge your parents. Any traumas blatant or hidden, reoccurring things, feelings, and situations. Ask yourself, what feels familiar here during a particularly emotional episode of your life? It's important to understand that everyone has experienced all of these things. We all beat ourselves up. We all get confused. We've all been victims of our loved ones' bad decisions. It's time to stop lying to yourself. It was a big deal. It's not your fault. And now it's time to heal. Trauma and pain can be caused by obvious things like being raised by abusive parents, subtle things like a cruel word, word, and everything in between. Your pain is yours, and it's real. Where it comes from is not a reflection of your worthiness, strength, or ability as a human. As you embrace this, you will start to feel an open. The deep work of learning to love is done by shining a bright light on yourself and accepting the truth about things that happened in your past. Level four, the highest form of love, 
accepting yourself and sharing your gift. To be human is to be both stormy and sunny. It is to always be moving through the levels of self-love and self-compassion. There will be times in your life when it makes sense to do the deep work. Take those opportunities when you can. There will be times when you'll accept your shadow and your daily habits will be on point. There will be times when you finally step into your power. There will be times when you can feel and even influence the flow of the world around you. And life ebbs and flows. There will be times when stress catches up to you and even your favorite person pisses you off. There will be times when you lose someone you love and you'll be wrecked for months. There will be times when you wish you didn't have to deal with being a human. And it's all okay. The practice of love involves working within yourself wherever you are. Having a bad day? Accept it. That's okay. In one of those stretches where everything you touch turns to gold, beautiful. Use it for good. Your ultimate work in self-love is simply this. Step fully and boldly into your life. When times are rough, be gentle on yourself. When times are good, relish them. As you grow closer to yourself, and you'll notice that in doing so, you'll become more powerful. Your final task is simply use everything you have in service of yourself and in service of others. Share your gift. When you do this, everything in the world will burn brighter because of you. Thank you.